Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. Summer is a time for being carefree and outdoors as much as possible, but unfortunately, some summer activities can lead to injury or worse if you're not careful when doing those activities. My guest today is Suzanne Grace. She's the Injury Prevention Coordinator and Child Passenger Safety Program at Maine Medical Center. Suzanne, welcome to the show. So where do we look when we're looking at the summer to the areas that would be most at risk? There's so many of them from the 4th of July to sun protection to all the out outdoor sports and water sports. So start with what you think are some of the bigger, higher risk areas. Okay, well, thank you for having me. The thing, unique thing about the summertime is that many people take advantage of being outside more. So a lot of the risks that we associate with the summer have to do with our outdoor recreation activities, primarily water. Being around the water, whether it's swimming in the water whether it's boating in the water, all have to do with increasing that potential risk if we don't do things safely and take some necessary precautions. Number one, both children and adults should know how to swim. That is one of the best ways to keep yourself safe around any type of water, whether it's a pool or whether it's the ocean or a river or a lake. You need to know how to swim. And children can learn how to swim at a very young age, so it's really important that they develop the skills early so that they can keep themselves safe. Another activity related around the water has to do with the use of life jackets, uh, an approved life jacket that fits the person appropriately and is worn appropriately is what is going to keep that person or increase their chances of uh, surviving in an incident involving the water uh, should they be faced with that situation. Uh, So swimming is great, but having a life jacket will also help keep that person afloat until rescue can help them. Um, The other big thing that I want to mention is everybody should know how to do CPR. Uh, For children, it's especially important that the adults who are supervising them know CPR because children generally have healthy hearts. So they're not going into a cardiac arrest because of a, a heart condition. They're going in because of a respiratory condition. They can't breathe. And when it comes to water, if they're involved in a near drowning incident or a full-on drowning incident, have knowing CPR and using it immediately as soon as possible greatly increases their chance of survival. That's great information. It really is because that is so, so important. And the life jacket information also so important. You can be a great swimmer, but there are sometimes you're just taking them out of water or whatever. So that's good advice. Now, give us some more of these kinds of good standard safety bits of advice. Okay, absolutely. Well, when it comes to boating safety, uh, number one, the person operating the boat should have taken a boat boating safety class. That prepares them to not only know and follow the rules in that waterway, but also how to respond in an emergency situation. They also know what to keep on their boat for. There's going to be unique and special things on the boat that's needed in case of a water emergency. So that's really important. And alcohol and boating never mix. So the operator of the vehicle should not be under the influence of alcohol or drugs of any sort. They need to be fully aware and responsive to operating that that. Uh, motor vehicle essentially on the water so that they keep themselves, their passengers, and others in the water as safe as possible. Um, The other thing to consider also is that uh, when it comes to water safety, supervision is key. No matter how many 
uh, pool barriers around the fence you have, or if your child has had swimming lessons, it still doesn't replace adult supervision. So we want to make sure that children are, are watched when they're around water, and that includes any type of water. Uh, in fact, drowning is the leading cause of death of children ages one to four. Then most of that have to do with the fact that they were unsupervised or they accessed water they shouldn't have, such as a pool, the most common spot that they drown in. The older the person gets, they're more at risk of having a drowning incident in a river, a lake, uh, the ocean, a pond, etc., because they're more likely to be out and about in those areas versus the child at home around a pool. So there's some great safety devices out there, but it never replaces adult supervision. Now, what about, we love our kids to be outside. We want them to be outside, but it seems as a parent that the dangers lurk around every corner. So there's skateboards and bicycles and even the play park. So give us some safety concerns there. Yeah, absolutely. And, And unfortunately, you think about all the fun activities that we can do during the summertime, and they shouldn't have to end up in an injury. So we want to do have our children participate in these activities, but do it in a safe manner. So playgrounds, for example, a great place to play, lots of equipment, uh, but unfortunately over 200,000 children are treated in the emergency room every year due to a playground injury. Oftentimes it's a fall from a higher surface because either they weren't prepared physically and emotionally and developmentally to be on that type of equipment because people don't realize that Certain types of equipment are made for certain ages of children, that it's not a one-for-all, that all-for-one, that bring your two-year-old and let them run free and try every piece of equipment there. That's not what it's for. Um, It's designed for specific children, so parents being aware of what their child should and should not be doing at the playground. Again, adult supervision is key, and um, making sure that the playground is, is up to specs, that it's been inspected that it has proper surfacing. A lot of people don't realize that when a child does fall, either from a swing, a slide, a climbing apparatus, landing on the the dirt or the grass is not an appropriate surface that's going to help absorb the impact of that fall. A sand, bulk mulch, even uh, recycled uh, rubber mulch is are great uh, surfacing that can help absorb those those impacts and reduce injury. Um, But even when children are out riding their bikes and their skateboards and their scooters, they can do so in a safe manner, and there's a number of things that can happen that uh, can increase their enjoyment and reduce their injuries. Number one is making sure they understand the rules of the road. If they are going to interact with traffic on their side road or wherever they are, they need to understand the rules of the road and follow those appropriately, because it's not oftentimes it's how they're operating before the crash is one of the most important factors involved in that. Um, wearing appropriate uh, personal protective equipment, helmets, elbow pads, knee pads, things like that, whatever that device is that the proper protection equipment is required, they really should follow that. And parents need to enforce it. A lot of times parents are lax in making their child wear a bicycle helmet, especially the older they get. But what they don't realize is the older they get in the teenage years, children are more risky, they, are, they perform stunts on their bicycles, they, they operate their vehicles in a, their bicycles in a much more dangerous uh, maneuver or manner, they're at more risk. And they, more than anything, need to wear their helmets and wear them appropriately. I know a lot of teenagers don't think helmets are cool, and maybe they don't fasten them and they just set them on their head, uh, but in order for them to work properly, they need to be worn properly, and it's, and it's not cool having a traumatic brain injury either. So we really need to educate the children and the parents alike to take proper precautions and have fun while staying safe. 
such great information, and you're absolutely spot on with the teenagers. Just if they put on the helmet, they just don't even bother to zip it up or clip it or anything. And yes, they're risk takers, so it's so dangerous. And yeah, every parent's nightmare to have something happen like that to your children. And the texting or listening to music, being distracted seems to be such a problem also in the summer. Absolutely, and I'm so glad you brought that up. Not only is distracted driving making the headlines and certainly contributing to an increase in crashes in vehicles, but bicycling, walking, listening to music while on your phone, texting, on Facebook, whatever you may be doing is a huge distraction, and we've seen a dramatic increase in the number of pedestrians who are injured or killed uh, because they were distracted walkers, believe it or not. You know, they have this phone in their hand or this iPod, and they're not really paying attention to what they're doing, unfortunately. And, and uh, so that's a huge risk. And with our technology increases and the more that technology becomes part of our lives, the more that we see it inter- interfere and interact with us increasing our, our risk of injury. So we want to make sure that people are aware that they need to be intentional when they're walking. They need to be intentional when they're riding their bike and paying attention uh, and, and not falling into the statistics because unfortunately the statistics are growing way too high and these are not accidents. These are preventable injuries and we need to take responsibility for that and do what we can to keep ourselves and our family safe. That is such wonderful information, Suzanne. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to MMC Radio. For more information, you can go to mainmedicalcenter.org. That's mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.